0: Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a 5-star review wherever you get your podcast. I am Anthony Totry, joined by Sean DePaz. Yo. And that's it today. No no Shane Diefenbach no today. He finally gets a day off.
1: Yeah, I heard he was thrift shopping. Thrift shopping earlier today. Really? Yeah.
0: Instead of joining us? Yeah,
1: I mean, but... Shane Shane definitely seems like he could go crazy in a thrift store.
0: Yeah, what like, was he wearing in Vegas? him was like a panda shirt. Yeah, and then there was the one with the whales on it. It's it a
1: whale shirt. Yeah, he wore that in Vegas too. Nice. He definitely has a big like. He knows his way very around unique drip. And I this is I, I know Shane's gonna listen back to this and be like, "What are you trying to say? This is not a backhand no, no, compliment this is at a compliment. all. This is a genuine. You can, you can know your way around a
0: thrift store. He's the only one." I think at PHNX, eh, besides maybe Derek, that could pull off the the thrift like style that he does. Yeah,
1: I have one shirt from a thrift store that I can that like is good. I it just I have to find very particular stuff. Like most times I go to a thrift store, I come away empty-handed.
0: Yeah, but, but that's a couple of things I can find like a nice dad shirt button down that I can make stylish. That should be that, that should then. just be like shopping in general, I feel like. Like, unless you go into a store and you're like this is what I'm walking yeah, away with. Fair enough. Otherwise you should go in and if you're not in love with it, like I'm not going to spend yeah, money. No, that's it. completely valid. Um,
1: I don't have that kind of willpower generally. Although, uh, no, actually that's not true. Cause actually I go shopping. When I go shopping, I walk around a lot and I'm like, oh, I kind of like this, but what would I wear it with? How often would I wear it? And then I spent, so I, I spend a bunch of time there and end up leaving with nothing. So it's a little fresh. Shopping is very, shopping with me is free. Think
0: of it like business. You, you're not going to make a business deal unless you're hundred percent happy with it. That's fair. That's fair, yeah. It is what it is. Anyways, a lot to get into today. Um, And let's start off with a big Pac-12 change Mm -hmm. um, that went down on Wednesday. The conference announcing that the championship game is going to look a little different. Starting this year in 2022, the two teams with the highest conference winning percentage will face off in the championship game. Um, The Pac-12 also announcing that this change would have resulted in a different Pac-12 football championship matchup in five of the past 11 years they're getting away from the winner of the north facing the winner of the south um so we'll get into that and then i want to just get your thoughts in general afterwards because if they're going away from the winning the north winning the south why keep the north and why keep the south in general if that's what you're getting away from
1: yeah that's what i was going to say that's what i think my one issue with this is that when you look at like Scheduling if you're playing the teams in your division, if one division ends up being a lot stronger than the other, then it puts that division like, say, you um, let's look at the south, for example, right? Say you give it three years, Arizona's recruiting class pans out, they're one of the best teams in the country, and USC is one of the best teams in the country, but everyone else in that division sucks, right? And then you go to the north division where things are kind of um, they're like equitable. This is all hypothetical, yeah, of course, then you're gonna have. One division kind of cannibalizing each other, and then you're going to have the other division where they're they're feeding on teams where everyone that everyone else sucks, and then those two teams are going to be at a distinct advantage. I think if you do this, you have to get rid of the divisions and and rotate the teams that teams play in order to keep it somewhat fair, because otherwise you could end up with one you could end up with really lopsided divisions where one or two teams is completely cannibalizing on everyone else. I mean, look at USC. Look at the teams they have to play this year. They get to play uh asu team that is just a question mark we don't really know what it's gonna be colorado bad arizona really bad um ucla mid utah can be good um but like and then or look at what oregon has like that division who who, who's their who's oregon's contest
0: i mean their only contest ever is usually washington
1: yeah and washington was not good last year they're three and six in the division so like it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. Where if like you get a team like Oregon, if Bo Nix is as good as as he's supposed to be or as good as he can be, they're gonna feed off of all of these teams in their division that aren't that good. Meanwhile, in the South, there's there's a little bit more parity yeah. potentially, um, and so teams might beat each other down, and then you end up with two teams in one division that are just like I said, feed off of lesser opponents so i think if you do this i think the next step has to be getting rid of the divisions
0: yeah and i think that's probably what they're leaning towards i I think it would it would have been a little bit too much change too fast if they would have just been like you know what here we are in may like there's only a couple months till the season starts we're just gonna get rid of divisions in general yeah Um, i think this is probably the first step towards something that we'll see down the line of the removal of the south and the north and it'll just be one big conference which in general I'm I'm cool with I agree with like I I don't understand why you have pretty much a separate conference inside of a conference like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me but I guess it is what it is and I think this is gets down to the issue of there were times in the past where maybe you would have a team in the south that was you know competing with another team in on that side of the conference and they would sneak away with a win um, in the you know a, a random game to secure the South, Mm -hmm. like now, it really just comes down to give me the best two teams in the Pac 12, and they're gonna go head to head. Which I think that's how a championship game should be. No, I agree 100%. I mean, because look at how basketball, like
1: basketball works. You literally, you obviously don't have room for a tournament here, but ultimately, it doesn't really matter what division you're in, you end up playing the two best teams, the teams that are at least hypothetically the two best teams end up in the Pac 12 champions. Yeah, um that's how it should be. Obviously the dynamics of how long a basketball season is and all of that changed us a lot. But like, um, no, in theory, I think that's the, what the point of a conference is, is you have, you want that conference to produce the best team in that conference
0: to be the champion. And like you said, I think this is a step towards that talking in terms of the Arizona state side of things. Does this switch help them or hurt them?
1: Um, (sighs) I don't know. I don't know how much of a difference it makes for them. I think when you look at their division, like Colorado and Arizona, again, bad teams. So, like,
0: but again, get... and we always talk about how difficult it is to go to Colorado and win. Yeah, that's fair. But, like,
1: still, Colorado in general is not a good team. Arizona, not a good team right now. Um, so, it could hypothetically help them. But I mean, let's be realistic. This team's not competing. Or at least on paper, they're not competing for a Pac-12 championship right now. ASU or Colorado. ASU. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, and Colorado. But, um, <laughs> Sorry, DNVR. Yeah. Or or they're not they're not right now, and they
0: Have based it, on how this program is
1: going, they probably won't anytime soon. So ultimately, it doesn't really change anything in that regard. Um, I think by the time they're in a position to win for win a Pac-12 or a compete for a Pac-12 championship, there probably won't be divisions anyway, and it won't really matter. Yeah. Um, it is going to be really interesting to see how they kind of work out schedules if they get rid of divisions. because I know this is I was reading an athletic article the other day about the ACC trying to do this. And they were suggesting like because they want they want to get rid of divisions, but they also want to keep some of the rivalries. so they like create like a region basically where one team faces three three teams every single year and then the, the other conference opponents rotate out like they filter out um so i think they overthink this shit yeah i do i do too but in certain situations like asu needs to face arizona every year
0: yeah yeah i understand that you'd face but like i feel like there's a way that you could do without the south and the north or just like yeah like divisions inside of a conference and just ensure that you play your in-state rival every year
1: yeah no i think so i think i think basically every school like that's the one thing about kind of how the pac 12 is built is that every school kind of has a natural rival with the exception of Utah but I guess you would kind of just pair them with Colorado but like
0: but there are some rivalries that like I would be okay with not facing every year like yeah, for example I, USC yeah who would you say they're UCLA but it's not you see, USC's biggest rival is not UCLA yeah i mean but like on paper it is it's like it's it's, yeah on paper well I mean yeah but like in, in theory it should be yeah right like you're in the same state you're 15 minutes away from each other you guys probably should be the biggest rival but like I just i think it's from a scheduling standpoint these athletic directors conference commissioners whatever like you know who you've been playing for the last 30 yeah. 40 50 years make sure you schedule them and they're gonna because from a financial standpoint you're yeah. gonna sell out those games every year yeah
1: I mean I think in a situation like that if they get rid of the divisions it would probably be a thing where and maybe they set it up so it gets revisited every four or five years but like i think it would be a situation where like okay every year oregon oregon state's locked in asu a u of a yeah, in. as it should be and like you get those like literally every single one is in state i mean you do stanford cal i guess um and then with the exception of colorado utah and then in a few years if okay asu and oregon have been facing each other in the pac-12 championship for three straight years okay you probably start scheduling that game every year yeah. because it becomes a little bit of a rivalry. um
0: yeah like it's common sense
1: yeah i i think it definitely uh, yeah i think uh, yeah i think it would end up being common sense at a certain point they, they would just have to set it up where it could be something because that's kind of the problem with the divisions now Is like they have the divisions okay you play your division opponents every year yeah and it's kind of they're, it kind of handcuffs them it's like what do you want us to do we have divisions so they'd have
0: to set it up in a way where it can be it's something that can be revisited and be flexible see i think in and this may be maybe it's not a hot take but i i think no matter what happens with divisions and whatever i think we're we're moving toward a similar system that the NFL has in terms of they've got an AFC and they've got an NFC yeah i think in the next 10 years you are going to see a bunch of conferences, which we've already start to see teams leave conferences to go join other ones yeah. because the competition is better and you need to face the top-tier competition if you want to have a chance to play in the college football playoff. Yep. So I think in the next 10, 15 years, depending on if the playoff gets expanded to eight teams, six teams, 12 teams, whatever, I think we are going to start to see a shift in, okay, well, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 maybe don't see enough SEC opponents. But they've each got their own top tier teams. They're yeah. like, okay, let's merge. The SEC and the Big Twelve or the Big Ten merge. Like, I think that's what you're gonna eventually see. And I think you're yeah. gonna be the power five is gonna be a thing of the past.
1: I I yeah, I think it's I don't like I don't think it's unrealistic completely. This is gonna sound a little drastic, but and I'm not saying anytime soon, but there's it's i like think a decade's a, a probably timeline the time where line. the power five is like you have FCF FBS. I think power five just and might end up becoming its own thing, becoming conference-less. And it's just like, okay, you have, what, 50 teams. Which I'm basically. down for. I'm yeah, so down because, for yeah, that. Yeah, because it's like, why would you not do that? Like, from their perspective, it makes sense. Like, if they're the Power Fives, like, like they, Alabama doesn't need the
0: NCAA. No, no, no. A lot of these teams don't, and especially as we're getting toward the whole NIL thing, there's a lot of teams that don't need these other these this entity no i mean fuck alabama doesn't even need the sec they don't need fucking missouri and and
1: kentucky (laughs) at least in in football and vanderbilt and vanderbilt yeah shout out cameron johnson (laughs)
0: um but like but like there's a reason he left no 100
1: like it's and let's be realistic like if even if you're the ncaa or if you're an espn for example like you want you want to see Fucking Alabama, Oregon—a game you would never see. Like, not necessarily Alabama, Oregon. I'm maybe
0: thinking about like six years ago, but like the only the, the... thing about it, though, like I say, a random year that where they don't schedule a home and home, like yeah, you, you get LSU and UCLA. You'd never see that matchup. Like, I- at least you wouldn't see that matchup just off a random. thing. No, you wouldn't be like, oh shit, it's LSU
1: UCLA is this Saturday? Like, like that, like that. But that's like that, a that's good game you awesome. want to see. Yeah. it. And uh, I mean. Notre Dame would have a decision to make in this situation. Cause then it's like, do, is that, is well, that then yeah, then you, then you figure out
0: what happens with independence because yeah. everybody's pretty much an independent at that point. No.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which I guess Notre Dame would be fine with joining the situation. Then Um I, I did not expect to be talking about this hypothetical, but I think it is an interesting thought exercise. Like I, I, I think the, I think college football is going to change a lot over the next few decades, which I mean, it's just kind of how the world works, but like, um, I could definitely see a situation in which you start getting super conferences like the SEC is
0: already headed that way.
1: Yeah. I mean, they just got Texas, Oklahoma. And I think, I think it's going to get to a a certain point where you get a team like Missouri or a team like Vanderbilt where they're like, how the fuck are we supposed to survive in this conference? They can't. And they end up going to like the Pac-12, the Pac-12, the big 12, um, a conference that basically spans Texas to, to the East coast with West Virginia. And like, is at this point B tier compared to to the SEC, especially when you consider that Texas and Oklahoma are going to the SEC. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think
0: there's a lot of change coming, like because, like you said, we've already started to see some of it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think yeah. for I, I think for for rivalries, it's going to be interesting. But I think for college football fans in general, like a switch to a NFL style in terms of conferences um, and get rid of you know the there doesn't need to be this many. Yeah, uh, um, I agree. I think it, it promotes competition. I think you're going to get the best of the best anyways playing each other. And I think it's going to make for more meaningful games throughout the year. Right? Yeah. Because let, let's, like, we could talk about ASU got NAU in Eastern Michigan, right? And they scheduled those games. They pay to play those games. They're They're dubs, right? They're dubs yeah. at the end of the day. Th- those aren't games that you schedule, like, That are like, oh, these are these are games that are going to help us get to the college football playoff. Yeah, like no, like if in a conference system of we've got an AFC NFC and who knows what it would be called in the college football format. But like, okay, if you want if your goal for every college football team, which I feel like it should be to make the college football playoff Mm. and win a national title, that's what your goal should be. Okay, then you're gonna you're you're gonna get without ASU opening the season at home against NAU because yeah. at the end of the day, people don't really give a shit about that.
1: No, yeah, and I get that the purpose of that is kind of like a warm-up thing, but like in this Super Conference thing, okay, just have a preseason, like yeah, have a game or two before the season. It doesn't count towards the record where you can play an NAU or uh, any of these Group of Five non Power
0: Five schools. Like, just make it, and it's almost gonna turn these non Power Five schools into a G League type of format. Yeah. Yeah. Of like, we're going to get an NAU or an Eastern Michigan where they get that quote unquote preseason game. Then you're going to get those teams playing one another. Yeah. Right. And when the season's up, then you're like, okay, you're going to see guys transferring from the G League, yeah. quote unquote, Yeah. to what you I mean, got that's here. Kind of what happens already.
1: Like, look at ASU. They're getting guys from San Diego State and stuff like that. I mean, some of the, a lot of the transfers are from Power Five schools, but, um, yeah no i like it like i said i think like you agree it's things are going to change a lot over the next couple days because you just money is changing the sport for better yeah. or worse i don't want to get into that conversation but like it's that it's clearly changing and we'll get into that at the end of the affair yeah, <laughs> um but like it things are going to change money is only going to become going to be becoming a bigger and bigger part of it um and yeah i just hope that when it does change it changes for the better at least
0: for us like for the fans um but we'll see. I guess. I think it will. Yeah. I think, as it stands right now, there's just with all these conferences, and a lot of these are old heads. Like, yeah, there's just too many cooks in the kitchen. Like, you guys don't need to be overthinking this. Yeah, there's just too many
1: people that want money and are prioritizing making money
0: over creating an entertaining product, or which, at a the end of the day, product. at the end of the day, creating an entertaining project product makes money. Yeah. Yeah. For most people. For most people. Yeah, So we'll see what happens. Obviously, like we said, there's no set timeline as to when this hypothetical could occur, if it ever does. But like, regardless, I think in the next 10 years, college football looks very different. And if you look back just 10 years ago, college football already looks a lot different than it did. So who knows what it's going to look like in another 10 years. Uh, But getting off that topic, before we get into our next rather fun topic of the day, got to tell everybody about the new – Offer. I guess it's not really new anymore, but the, the offer going on on the DraftKings Sportsbook app relating to NBA playoff action. Um, the DraftKings Sportsbook app is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And this week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If you would have been um, listening to the Daily Bet Show yesterday and decided to bet on the Warriors like Johnny and, Sean, and Shane did, then you would have got your money in free yep. bets if you were a new customer. Also, right now, all customers can place a same-game parlay. Again, all customers, not just new customers, can place a same-game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. I'm thinking about doing it for the Heat the Heat game tonight. What are you thinking?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I love Tyler Hero PRA. Really? What's the set at? Um, 22 and a half. Um He's had three plus assists in eighteen of nineteen games without Kyle Howard. He's played twenty-two plus minutes. He had fifteen. He had eighteen points in game one. Fifteen of those were in the first half when the Celtics were actually playing well. Um and he had eight rebounds. So I really like that. I think the Celtics win
0: tonight. I, everyone I've talked to thinks the Celtics wins. Yeah. Which makes me think that the Heat are gonna go up too <laughs> Fair well. Fair enough.
1: I just think I, I just think like it was really just one bad quarter of Celtics basketball.
0: That yeah, third that quarter thing. was
1: brutal. Um and I, I think I don't think you see that again. And if the Celtics lose, I won't be surprised if they get destroyed again. Then I'll yeah, be I don't see them
0: getting destroyed. but we'll That spread close. is too close for me to. Yeah, you might as well just take the money line. It's, it's hard. It's hard for me right now to bet against the Heat at home. Best defense in the NBA, given how well Jimmy Butler is playing right now. That's fair. But Al Horford's back, big Al. He might score thirty again. That means. That means nothing for Jimmy. That That means I'm betting BAM's under. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> That's what, uh, yeah, yeah. BAM has not been playing well offensively in these no, playoffs. not yeah, at all. It really is happen. what it is. But again, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code PHNX. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus Arizona. Only gambling problem. Call money here next step. New customers only. A minimum of a $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. Sportsbook for details. Now, we talked a little bit about it yesterday after the show. We are going to be comparing (laughs) ASU sports programs to traditional snacks. Snacks that you'd find in your your cupboard as a kid. You enjoyed them. Maybe you purposely passed them up. Uh, Maybe they got stale quick. I don't know. Whatever you're thinking, we're going to start with the hottest team at ASU, hands down, it's got a tempe regional this weekend. Get out there Friday through Sunday. Give me Arizona State softball, Sean. What are um, you going with?
1: I there's like a hundred different places I can go with this because I just want to give them, I just want to name them after like my favorite snack. Um I was gonna say like mini powdered donuts. Ooh. I just am thinking like all the, the you said it yesterday, oatmeal cream pie. That's what I'm going with. Um literally any of the god tier little Debbie snacks is is ASU. They're they're like ASU softball is little Debbie snacks. They're just fucking little Debbie snacks in general. They're just so good. They're just so fucking good. And I could, I could inject it into my veins day or night, any time of the week, like twice on Sundays. Don't care anytime. Hopefully not twice on Sundays, because if they play twice on Sundays, that means they lost at one point. <laughs> um, but no, literally like anytime you could wake me up from the in the middle of the night from a from a dead sleep,
0: and I will want a little Debbie snack. So oh yeah. Give uh, me give me the cream pies. Give me those oatmeal yeah. cream pies. I love that those things go. Fucking yeah, insane. Crazy. They are Dude, I'm they're, not they're always good. They're I might always stop at a good. gas station after and get one. <laughs> they're always good. But think about it too. Too much ASU softball leaves you a little leaves you a little bloated <laughs> in the sense that now you're thinking, okay, maybe maybe this snack will hit. Maybe yeah. this snack will hit, because that one goes stupid. Then it got you thinking. Oh, maybe the other ASU sports are gonna do. It. Maybe the other yeah, ones. no,
1: this is like when I like when I'm off the OGs, and I'm just like, I just going through the the snack cabinet, and be like, literally snacks, snacks that this. I wouldn't eat otherwise. I'm like, you know what? Might as well.
0: I'm going. <laughs> Fuck it. Maybe it goes crazy. Yeah. I, <laughs> then, uh, it is what it is. I it is right. ASU men's basketball.
1: Um, this one I was gonna give checks mix. Um, <laughs> because like in general, I like it. You give me the little chip thing or the little the little cracker sticks great but then sometimes you throw like a pretzel in there and i'm like yeah, i don't want this oh you don't like you, pretzels no i'm not a huge i love soft pretzels like an auntie Anne's soft pretzel oh okay hot. but like just a normal like regular hard pretzel not really about it but like um i feel like whether it's trail mix or checks mix like no matter what there's always something in it that, uh, that everyone there's like a part of it that they're, they're like ah and it's like it's like ASU basketball, fucking exciting. And men's basketball, exciting. But then every now and again, you get a fucking 29 per- point performance against Washington State. And you're like, ah, why did I eat? Why did I choose this snack? I don't really like it that much. <laughs>
0: you're like, I want, I'll, give me, give me the little Debbie Cream pie. Give me the UCLA upsets. Like, I, <laughs> I
1: want the crackers. I, I do not want the pretzels. Oh, man.
0: Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm going with that. I'm going to go ASU basketball, ASU men's basketball specifically, is the like random monthly flavor of Pringles. <laughs> um like sometimes that shit like the everything bagel ones you're like holy shit this goes crazy and then they throw in like a random like let's try waffle flavored pringles yeah. and they just suck They're it's horrible. like it's like
1: crumble cookies too like it's like sometimes like every every day every week you're wondering like oh what's the flavor is going to be And and sometimes you get the flavor like oh these kind of suck
0: yeah and then you go back the next week and, and like, it's like oh damn fuck, they this got is ten gram
1: flavored co- cookies which they had this week and i'm getting some at some point um turn me up and they like go how, crazy and they go crazy yeah that's what it, it it's
0: they're so hit or miss yeah. that, that's, that's, the,
1: that's what it comes down
0: to <laughs> it's hit or miss okay this is the one everybody's been waiting for give me asu football Jeez, um
1: <sighs> this is tough because this is definitely one where it's like you look at it and you're like oh this looks fucking good and then you eat it and you're like oh it's not as good as i thought it was gonna be um i don't know what is do you have one not off the top of my head asu football is hard because it's like asu football for me is like a chocolate bar and i only say that because i don't like chocolate no actually it's perfect it's like a chocolate bar like give me a hergy's chocolate bar. <laughs> but for you but, for, you, but for, for me specifically because okay. i don't like chocolate but sometimes i crave chocolate and i'll look at it and i'll be like fuck that looks delicious and i'll be craving it and i'll make my mouth water and then i bite into it and i'm like oh i remember why i didn't like this this fucking sucks um and that's ASU football. Football seasons we're like getting closer and closer I'm getting excited. I'm ready and I'm like maybe maybe it'll maybe it'll be good this time. I'm craving it. And then I'm going to bite into it. It's going to get going and be like oh no, I regret this immediately. I remember why why the last time I did this, it was so unenjoyable. Um that's that's yeah, that's perfect. ASU football is it's a Hershey chocolate, chocolate bar for me. You.
0: For me personally cuz I don't like chocolate. I'm going to go with the jelly belly bean boozled oh you just don't know what you're gonna get sometimes it's great sometimes it's fucking awful. Most, but for me dude i'm so bad at 50 50s when it comes down <laughs> yeah. to that it's it's horrible never fails yeah
1: no that's great because also that's a, that's a perfect one for me too because also in general i just don't really like jelly beans so yeah i don't like I jelly get be- the good flavor i'm not you're really winning s- <laughs> like it's like it's like it's no, like it's like okay we beat usc but like and eh, we're still not winning the pac <laughs> championship. What do I get? Oh, out? You like, like, find what? a way to fuck it up. Yeah, like I'll, I'll fuck it up somehow. I'll lose the fucking Utah or something, and then I'll I'll be like, well, fuck. Okay. Oh god. And then there's true. one flavor that's like the Arizona game where it's like, okay, this max. Like yeah. this this part's max. But generally, it's like
0: even when I win, I'm not really winning. Yeah, you're sitting there at the end of it, and you're like, huh? Why the fuck did I put myself through this? <laughs> yeah. Like it wasn't fun. It was, I it didn't taste nothing. good. I gained nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect one. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, give me.
1: ASU wrestling. ASU wrestling is like a, a, a wheat thin.
0: Oh, fuck yes. That's exactly like, what I fucking thinking. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's
1: super good. Not super not, consistent. Nothing, super consistent. Not really, nothing flashy about it. They're, like, they're not out here winning national championships, nope. but they're pretty fucking close. Yep. And sometimes you just want to fucking wheat thin, yeah. right? Like, they're really fucking good. Yeah, I could go through the whole box. I could sometimes. eat an entire box. Like, I could, like, wrestling, sign me up every day of the week. Every day of the week. They're, they're great. They're good. We're getting the Pac-12 competition. It's great. Now, if you're giving me a choice between wheat thins and oatmeal cream pies, I'm giving the oatmeal yeah. cream pie. But if I got wheat, th- I got a box of wheat thins in the cabinet, and it's been unopened, it's like okay. I'm and is run- that or
0: is a jelly belly bean? Boozle. I'm running
1: this thing. I'm running through this whole box. Like <laughs> Give It's, me the wheat thins, it's consistent, not flashy, but pretty. And sometimes good. sometimes
0: they change it up. Sometimes they got. New stars on the roster, right, for ASU Wrestling. Sometimes uh, the Wheat Thins got new flavors, and I've never had a bad Wheat Thin flavor. I have never had a Wheat Thin that I didn't like. I am going. That's fucking immaculate. Immaculate. Outside of Wheat Thins, I'm going to also go Cheez-Its. Yeah, that's a great. Again, it's every day of the week. If it's between that or the cream pie, I'm taking the oatmeal cream pie. But, again, never had a bad Cheez-It. I can eat all yeah. the flavors of cheese. Yeah, you give me, give me a, a
1: cheddar blast. You give me a white cheddar. The give snack me, mix goes crazy. Yeah, give me like the the overcooked
0: ones, like the burnt oh, ones. Those didn't smack the Parmesan too. Parmesan ones? The, like, they're all good. I'm so hungry.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going f- to need to eat, eat after this.
0: Okay, last one. ASU baseball.
1: <sighs> Yikes, this is another one where it's like. It's inconsistent. This is, oh, oh, I had it and I lost it. What's something that they changed the recipe to? Like it used to be really good and then they changed the recipe and it's not as great anymore. Uh, and you're just every time you're hoping it'll be as good as it used to be, but it's just
0: not. that change the recipes to snacks.
1: Now? Yeah, there's 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 a specific snack I'm thinking of where it's like they change the recipe and it just is not as good as it used to be.
0: Yeah, hold on. Let me let me do some research over here. Oh man. ASU baseball, man. So I'm gonna go with while you're looking that up. I'm gonna go with a slim gym. Like For some reason, when I'm checking out of like a gas station or like a grocery store, I see the Slim Jim because it's always there when you're checking out. And you're like, huh, high in protein. Kind of looks like it might smack a little bit. Like for some reason, you're like, huh, this might taste good. Then you buy it and you bite into it. And you're like, what did I just consume? Yeah. This is the most inconsistent of the snacks. It is... Sometimes that shit's crazy. Sometimes that shit tastes like I just had a, pastram- a pastrami sandwich. <laughs> Afterwards, there are times where I'm like,
1: I need to wash my mouth out with soap. Yeah. Um, so there's a, I'm, I found a list of things that used to be good before they changed the recipe. There's a couple places you could go with this. Um, a there is um, McDonald's apple pies. Okay. Because they used to be they used to be made with like this fat that was like they were like were glazed and delicious and then they were unhealthy and then they changed them. Um, and so they're not as good they're still pretty good but they're not as good um or what was the other one um it was twinkies is another good one um oh coca-cola that's okay yeah used to have crack in it used to have coke (laughs) in it motherfuckers were loving that shit or if you don't want to get uh coke coke um (laughs) you could go just like mexican coke like with real sugar, like real sugar cane, yeah, yeah, delicious. But now you're drinking regular Coke, and it's just not. It's like I like or it, like a diet soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I like it, but it's not as good as the old shit. Like I want, I want the old shit. Yeah, I want if you're the drinking, if you're drinking it, you might as well. Like oh, I want nineteen. What is it? Nineteen eighty-one ASU baseball, like national champion ASU oh, baseball. Oh, in the bottle. Yeah, like, like, like with the polar bear on it. Yes, I don't want this new shit. That's like. I'll drink it. I'm gonna take it. I'm just hoping they go back to the old recipe sometime soon.
0: <laughs> that's perfect. That's perfect. Oh man, that's gonna that's gonna do it for for that. What, what <laughs> should we call that segment? Uh, God. Sun Devil snacks. I don't know. Sun Devil snacks in the cabinet, in the kitchen. <laughs> in the I don't kitchen. know something like that. But I guarantee you, we are the only <laughs> we're the only Sun Devil podcast um, that just compared. ASU sports to some form of snack, and I bet you you're probably hungry right now if you're not already eating a snack while you're listening to this podcast, go get an oatmeal cream pie. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, Just do it right now. I need one. You know you want one. It is what it is. Okay, guys? Um, And while you're getting a snack, why don't you log on to your laptop or your phone or whatever you're doing, head to go phnx.com and become a member of the family because when you do, you're going to get either a free T-shirt from the locker or your first month for 50 cents just for signing up, not to mention we got some dope new shirts, some bomb hats, dad hats, trucker hats, snapbacks, all the hats, um, really some some great merch, and we, we've always got some great content. I know I just could put a piece up um, this morning for my Countdown to Kickoff series that I'm doing for Arizona State football, taking a look at the opponents on the schedule. Right now we're 105 days away from the season opener. I just took a look at the uh, Eastern Michigan roster. Um, so if you want a, a deep dive into what ASU fans and what the ASU football team can expect from Eastern Michigan, again, head over to the website, become a member. You're going to be able to get that content when you're a member and either a free T-shirt from the locker or your first month for 50 cents just for signing up. Sean, our last topic of the day is what's been surrounding the college football world for the last 24 hours, um, and that is Nick Saban beefing with none another. other than Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. Um, Did you see some Saban, Jimbo, be- off-season beef on your – do you have that on your bingo card? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. If you're unfamiliar with the situation, we've got the audio here. We're going to play kind of what started the beef, and this is what Nick Saban had to say in terms of uh, pretty much just smacking Texas A&M in the face here.
2: And you've read about them. You know who they are. I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first. A&M bought every player on their team. Made a deal for name, image, and likeness. All right, we didn't buy one player. All right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it.
0: Oof, <laughs> they bought every player. Before we get into those comments, this was uh, Jimbo Fisher's response, um, I believe, Thursday morning.
1: Coach, i uh, like to respond to some comments made last night in Alabama.
2: First of all, I'll say it's a shame that we have to do this. It's really despicable. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ. more importantly, 17 year old kids. You're taking shots at 17 year old kids and their families. And they broke state laws that, they're, that they're, they're all money. We bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the—and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen, and it's ridiculous But when, when he's not on top. And the parody in college football he's been talking about, go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything. And it's a shame that you've got to sit here and defend 17-year-old kids and families and Texas A&M because we do things right.
0: The narcissist in him. <sighs> Ooh, the SEC is on fire. Yeah, classic, good
1: old SEC. It's like a reality TV show.
0: What do you think, man? Nick say been calling out Texas A M um for recruiting N I L, which we all know everybody's been paying their players. Yeah. Whether it's been N I L on the books or N I L off the books, yeah. all these top teams are doing it. Like if you're around college football, you know that's just Kind of the way it goes. But Nick Saban publicly calling out Jimbo Fisher and the Texas A&M football program. Jimbo obviously responding um, in a little bit more of a heated manner. Yeah.
1: um, I don't know. I feel like my reaction to this is pretty different than a lot of people's. Like, so first, I think it's important to clarify at least how I took Nick Saban's comments. Yeah. I think what he was saying is that, like, like, because a lot of people were responding, like he was out here a couple months ago, talk or before last season, talking about Bryce Young's NIL deal and how much money he made, and he had no problem with that. I think what Nick Saban is saying is that that they're kind of doing this thing where the A and M is kind of doing this thing where they're just paying players for nothing and massing it as an NIL deal, as opposed to Bryce Young like getting actual NIL deals with companies. I think that that's what Nick Saban's saying. Um, it's still interesting because. I have a hard time believing that Alabama has never paid players. I want to believe Nick Saban. Um there's no way they have. It. But it's hard to believe like I feel like just every program is playing their players. But on both sides it's kind of like bro just shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like bo- like why are you getting on your like Jimbo's over here on his high horse? Like it's a, it's a sign that we have to we have to protect these <laughs> 17-year-old boys and he's going to get out in practice for four years and call some 17-year-old freshman a fuckface cuz he's fucking up a drill. Like what do we like what are we doing? Let's stop pretending that either of you are great are like these, these fucking guardians of morality. Like both guardians of, you are, of morality. Like, Holy <laughs> shit. Both of you are out here probably doing shady shit. Both of you are out here are trying to win football and you don't. Neither of you really give a shit. Like you're going to. Oh, oh, Nick Saban's a narcissist. Yeah, you probably fucking are too, Jimbo Fisher. You're a head coach in the SEC. And not just in the SEC, you're a head coach at the fucking cult that is Texas A&M. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Like, I don't really give a shit about what either of them have to say. Like, oh, oh, your your feelings are hurt because Nick Saban called you out. Go. I don't give a shit. Like, I really don't care. And also, let's not make this something... That nick that it's not. He's out here pretending that Nick Saban was was attacking these 17-year-old guys, 17-year-old boys for, for taking money. That's not what he said. Yeah, no, it's not. He what he, he at no point criticized players for taking money. And never did he did it do it. It was that. more aimed at it was it felt like at the program. At, at the program for playing what he considers outside of the rules, or even if it's not if it's outside of the rules, kind of doing things in an immoral way to get these players. Like Like you're making it, you're trying to make Nick Saban out to be a bad guy. He never at any point attacked these kids or their families. So the response was ridiculous. The comment was ridiculous. I don't really give a shit either way. Welcome to the real world, jackass. Like, (laughs) motherfucker, like, (laughs) yo, guys are making their money. Guys are making their money. I I don't really. I don't have a problem with AM And paying their players if they want to come out here with bag men and give them hundred k in a brown paper bag. I don't give a shit. Go get your go bag. get your own bag. Like go and also you you, you your quarterback is a Heisman winner. <laughs> You're still fucking Alabama. That's not ending anytime soon. So why do you give a shit about what a M's doing? They're still they're still not winning an SEC yeah, championship. It's not, it's,
0: it's not like Alabama had the tenth or eleventh or twelfth or fifteenth recruiting class. You're they're talking two, about number two, bro. Two.
1: And also. Also, you're gonna you're gonna sit here and pretend that paying, is it, paying players is an instant pathway to success. You wanna tell me that Texas, the, the arguably the most history football program in the country, isn't paying their players? They're still a fucking train wreck. They're an embarrassment to tech like Texas football is not good. And they, you're you're gonna tell me that they're not paying players? Fuck out of here. Bijan Robinson just got a, an, an NIL deal with fucking Lamborghini, and that team still sucks. Like, uh, Nick Saban can go fuck himself. Jimbo Fisher can go fuck himself. I don't give a shit about what either of them have to say. Everyone's paying their players. Everyone's going to keep paying their players. Players are going to keep getting their bag. And A&M is still probably not going to be as good as Alabama. You want to know why? Because Nick Saban is still the best coach in college football. He's still a better coach than Jimbo Fisher. They still are successful. It's what they
0: fucking do. <sighs> like, I, I, just, I feel like I don't need to say anything more. <laughs> other than get your popcorn ready for october 8th 2022 when texas a&m is yeah. at alabama getting
1: and and fuck the game the game is unimportant alabama is probably i want to see the handshake at the handshake end of the, of the game There's i no want to see the state troopers walking them out to center field <laughs> and seeing how that handshake goes they're probably gonna get out no here. shot that nick Saban's was probably gonna get out here at some point and be like I- I had a phone call with I can't do Nick Saban, but no, no, I, now you gotta do it. I had a phone call. I know I can't do it. It just sounds like <laughs> it sounds like Brian Kelly trying to do something. but he's just probably gonna the be whole out. SEC. Yeah, he's probably gonna get out here being like being like I had a phone call with Jimbo, like we talked about it, where I apologize. I mean he already did. He was like, It wasn't right for me to take
0: well, a well it's because I got reprimanded the, by the but SEC. Yeah, they got
1: fined. So I kind of have to. Um now if you want to get into a real conversation, him taking a shot at, at Jackson State, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for him taking a shot at an HBCU that that's not even a fucking contest to them, not in their conference. You can fuck right off with that. But like, as far as the SEC is concerned, you're all doing the same shit.
0: I'm on everybody in college football is doing it. Yeah, like I'm with you. Shut up. Like, why do you care, bro? Nick Saban, how much money do you make? That's another thing. Why the fuck do you care? You're the highest
1: paid state employee in the state of Alabama.
0: Like, why do you care?
1: Are you really that threatened by fucking Texas A&M? Come on now,
0: <laughs> like bro, you were just playing in the national it's championship. It's bad. It's bad. Like if you look at tech, if you look at Nick Saban's home compared yeah. to like no, I know, regardless of an NIL deal, bro, you're living your your best life. Yeah, people would kill to have your job. People would kill to have your lifestyle. Who the fuck cares if you had the second recruiting class because Texas A and M, whether they did or not at the time, gave an an NIL deal for doing nothing for doing something.
1: It don't matter. Yeah, and also like. You're worried, but wait until fucking Texas and Oklahoma get into the conference. You're telling me that that two of the I I would say two of the top ten programs in the history of of college football. You're telling me that they're not going to start playing doing this shit. Like, fuck off! Everyone's doing it. I don't really give a shit. That's why. That's why ASU shit's laughable. It's like you're going to sit here and be like, "We're not not buying into this NIL thing." Oh well, okay. Everybody else is cool, bro. Everyone else is, and a you're going to act like you're above it while you're out here. Having kids on campus during the middle of the worst, like the worst pandemic in the history of the country, and just being like, and taking pictures while it's
0: happening. I'm gonna, I'm be, gonna offend you right now, okay? ASU in terms of NIL is sitting at the peanut free table. Nah, you, yeah, they are. They're losers. on their own.
1: I never sat at a peanut free table for the record. <laughs> I don't want to put that out there. Um, but yeah, no, it's just like, go away, dude. I just don't. Welcome to college football. Welcome to capitalism like this is how shit's gonna work
0: and on that note it's america on that note if you enjoyed the content (laughs) go ahead and give us a follow at phnx underscore sundevils. um we keep it real yeah every single day this weekend friday through sunday we will be live following asu uh softballs um games in the tempe regional it's going to be a lot of fun get out there um, go watch the games, go support the Sun Devils um, because they're going to do something special yep. this week and this weekend um, leading up to the Super Regional next weekend. But again, follow us at phnx underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Shane at Shane Deef, and you can follow Sean DePauze at Sean underscore DePause. Heated as always. We will be back Friday with a post game Friday fun yeah, day. For first game in a while. Yes, I'm sir. Excited. Catch you tomorrow. Peace.